One morning as I was showering, I heard an ear-piercing shriek from Griff and a cry for mama. Welcome back to Petty Crimes, the only true crime comedy podcast that exclusively investigates Griff's non- childhood. <laughs> oh. Happy end of the year, Kira. Happy end of the year to you. Any uh, New Year's resolutions on your mind? Oh, um, I want to get into tea, herbal tea. Oh, not the tea we spill on here because we're already into that. <laughs> no, I don't know. I, I'll have to think more about that. Like, I think I've just had such a great 2022. I can't believe it's going to be 2023. That sounds crazy out loud. Just super thankful for the podcast. I guess while we have the ears of our listeners, this very uh, coincidentally came onto our plates uh, and I can't express how much it's given me joy and a sense of control and power and a pursuit that sometimes questions that. So I don't know. I'll take the time to thank everyone listening and to thank you and our team at Sickbird Productions. Uh, It's been such a great experience. I've learned a lot and I can't wait to continue into the new year with everyone and hopefully more. Yeah. Yay. My new year's resolutions are to better manage stress, Mm. prioritize my relationships and to take better care of my body. Mm -hmm. And those are the themes. So if you see me housing a stick of butter and ignoring (laughs) phone calls, know that I'm off track. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, perfect. (laughs) No, those are all great ones. Yeah. I mean, let me know how I can help with that. And uh, you're going to crush it. 2023 is going to be such a great year for you. You too. Back at you. For all of us. Let's hope. For all of us. Well, not all of us. (laughs) Well, before we spring into the future, we must first take a look back into the past. The past... (sighs) of a specific podcast co-host, Griff, because our final episode of 2022, because we're, and and I guess, yeah, we're taking off January 3rd, but this is still the final episode of 2022. We mm-hmm. have a submission from straight from the farm sent in by Griff's mother. Griff, are you ready? <laughs> I am. I knew this was in transit to us. It's landed and... Happy New Year, everyone. Uh, let's let's roast me, I guess. <laughs> Here we go. I didn't I didn't read it either, so I'm curious what my mother has said. Ooh, baby. Dear Griff and Kira, first of all, let me tell you how much I usually enjoy your podcast. <laughs> Kira, you seem like such a wonderful, accepting person. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah, Griff, I think of you like a son, my son. (laughs) That's probably because you are my son. And I have a little story involving, yes, you. This is a tale Uh from your childhood, which has always left me with some guilty feelings that also verge on satisfaction of a game well played. But I must admit, it got away from me just a bit. Griff, do you know what this is going to be about? I do. I do. Um, it, I do. <laughs> <laughs> She's making me smile. Now, this may come as a huge surprise to your followers, but Griff grew up on a farm. 
I know. He's very shy about sharing that. (laughs) But it's important to this alleged crime because the setting has a big effect on what I did. We have a small hobby farm in upstate New York, and when Griff was a child, we had goats, horses, cows, chickens, and pets. All of those creatures eat food, which means there's often grain about. Grain Mm. attracts rodents, of course, and while none of them became pets, well, there were hamsters, which are highly reproducing rodents, but I digress. They are Gerbils, actually. Oh, were they gerbils? Yeah, they were gerbils. It's okay, Mom. Okay. Uh... (laughs) Gerbils, the hamsters of rats. (laughs) Now, these rats are just part of, or these rodents are just part of living on a farm. Our house was built in the 1800s, so it is far from being a modern rodent-free dwelling, in spite of our vigilant efforts to keep said rodents at bay. Keep this in mind for later. (laughs) God. Yeah. Wow. She's such a good writer. I'm like blushing. You can't see that I'm blushing, but I'm blushing. You are blushing. It's very I, cute. I, I uh, feel hot. <laughs> okay. Griff was actually a good kid, your mother writes. <laughs> he really never did anything naughty, other than being written up once or twice at school for talking. And there was one dime-throwing debacle. But otherwise, he was well-behaved. Griff, do you remember throwing dimes? I don't remember throwing dimes. Uh, I'll have to ask her about that one. I remember throwing coughs, though. Throwing what? Coughs. Yeah, you heard me. I would. Uh, I was so stupid, I, but I got a reaction out of my physics teacher. I'd cough into my hand and then pretend to throw it at people. I feel like I've seen you do that once or twice. I've done. Oh, I don't know. I don't remember the dime. I remember the coughs, but maybe. Maybe I also threw dimes. If I'm throwing coughs, I'm probably throwing dimes. <laughs> Damn. Damn. Other than the dime throwing and cough throwing, Griff was well behaved. <laughs> However, he did go through a few stages of mischief. One of the worst of which was his sudden and enduring phase of jumping out at family members and scaring the holy shit out of them. <laughs> This began with the first episode in which I was lying on the pool deck thinking about possible rodents. No, not really. Just joking. When Griff jumped out and scared the aforementioned shit out of me. (laughs) Since this was so hilarious to him, he turned it into a three to four times a week performance art. He jumped out from behind doors, chairs, bushes, goats, whatever was at hand, reveling in the resultant screams. Eventually, I told him I would get even. Griff recalls a witch-like cackle, but he tends to embellish, and I categorically <laughs> deny the cackle. <laughs> Jesus. Griff, does this is this all sitting in your memory? It is sitting in my memory. I'm realizing how similar my mom and I write and speak. Uh, <laughs> I do remember. I, I scared... I just have, and we'll talk about this. Obviously I know I'm up for trial, but um, <laughs> I, I still do love scaring people. I obviously, as you've heard, did as a kid, but this one time in particular, she was on the deck and I, I scared her badly. She was, she was not happy. Like it was probably at the end of her tolerance for it too. It had been going on for a while. Yeah. Sounds <laughs> um, like it. No, I got her. I got her badly. I like, and mind you, the pool and the house are pretty far away. So I like, 
cat-like crept up to scare her too. I enjoyed that process too. <sighs> I've been on the receiving end of a Griff jump scare and it's not fun. You're really good at it. It's terrifying. Your most recent one with me was this after we saw the snake on the hike. That was mm -hmm. a really good one. Yeah, that was cruel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because there are rattlesnakes. Yeah, yeah, there are. <laughs> okay, back to the crime. Let's return to the rodents, specifically mice, which toured our home like it was a cheese museum at times. <laughs> One morning as I was showering, I heard an ear-piercing shriek from Griff. Picture Linda Blair, if you're old enough. And a cry for Mama, who rushed from the shower and ran upstairs. Griff had opened the small drawer of his desk to find a nest of baby mice cute and pink and wiggling. Griff, do you remember this? Like, I mean, it was trauma. So yes, I do. I've worked hard <laughs> on forgetting it. Thanks for bringing it up. Uh, no, yeah, I had a desk in my room that I never worked at, but I, I desperately needed. And I went to grab a piece of paper from the drawer. God, I remember this. Opened the drawer and I couldn't figure out what it was at first. There was this like, bundle of I mean it was a nest of twigs and then I don't know if anyone has ever seen what baby rodents look like I bet more people have seen what baby pandas look like they look similar they're tiny and they're translucent and they're pink mm. and so for a second I was like what the hell are these what did I leave in my desk and then as I got closer I it clicked my like love for animal biology clicked and I was like <gasps> and I went into panic mode because I've always always been scared of rodents i still to this day it's just like this innate fear possums are number one on that list by the way wow Oof. yeah so yeah i screamed i screamed i don't know that it was a shriek like whatever horror reference she just made but i've always been a lovely baritone it's probably like oh i believe it was a shriek <laughs> okay i believe <laughs> so i'd forgotten about my threat of revenge but took this opening and declared that I had put the baby mice there to pay Griff back for all the scaring of family members. <laughs> now, of course, I had not put them there, but I'm an opportunist and needed the jumping out thing to end, which it did. Plus, I was sopping wet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fresh out of the shower. Yeah, I just, oh yeah, I don't know what she says next, but I remember being like, just dumbfounded that that was the response to my scaring. I was like, it, it was, it's unsanitary there. It's in my room. What <laughs> happens when they get older and they become adults? I was like, this is not the same as me scaring you. <laughs> I, do, I, I was pissed. Griff told this story to his classmates, took it through high school and even college. Did you have any idea he'd attended BC? <laughs> <laughs> these roasts are so good <laughs> i'm being roasted like welcome to the roast of griff stark Ennis, ladies and gentlemen this story was repeated for years and i'm i'm ashamed to admit that i one did not come clean about the lie for decades and two found it oddly satisfying i couldn't bring myself to tell him the truth of the time out of fear he'd never enter his bedroom again but 
as all kids do, he grew up. And for some reason, I told him about two years ago that I had not indeed put the mice in his drawer, but said I did to assuage his fear and stop the little girl screaming and the whole jumping out at family members thing. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Do you buy it? I do. Her, Her confession? Yes. Yeah, I do. Like, there's no way that. Again, like what I had said in the moment, like how dirty, how disrespectful, <laughs> like, <laughs> no, but mainly dirty. I was like, there can't, I was just so confused that she would do something so gross, but you know, I had to take her, I had to take her word at the time as truth. And I was like, I am for sure not scaring anyone. Mm-hmm. This is the result. And when she confessed to me, I was gobsmacked. I like, cause I have, I've told so, so, so many people about this story because my mom's a savage. She's like, she's, yeah, she's a prankster. She's smart. I get a lot of my characteristics from her. She's a boss. Like this was a, this was a dope move in my mind that she did. Oh yeah, absolutely. You mm-hmm. jumping, you jumping out. It was checkers and this is champion level chess. Oh yeah. She, she upped the game. I will leave it here for your judgment, knowing that there will be no sentencing and that Griff has managed his resulting PTSD. Is Griff guilty for making our lives a living hell? (laughs) Am I guilty for lying so I didn't have to come up with a better idea? Am I guilty for letting it go on for over 20 years? Are the mice guilty? (laughs) (laughs) I await your judgment. Dear beautiful Kira, we have homemade cookies and jam and maple syrup. Your mom is so sweet and so cool. Objection, your honor, leading the jury. (laughs) (laughs) Objection. Like, no. <laughs> Love, Brooke. <laughs> oh, well, uh, thanks, Mom, for submitting that. <laughs> this is incredible. Um, yeah, I guess some things to talk about. <laughs> do we, I don't know that I, I mean, do you want me to be self-reflective and objective and rule yeah. f- against myself? Or do you want to, do you want to serve as jury as well? I'll let you self-judicate, but I will jump in if I think that you are being partial. Loose. Okay. <clears throat> so, All right. Well, uh, Griff, yes, I remember the story. I've already said, like, I've told so... Until she stopped telling me, I told so many people about this chess game, like you said, that she she won against me in one move, basically. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I... Loved scaring people. I had the best put. I mean, we grew up in a big farmhouse on a farm, as I mentioned three million times. There were plenty of places to hide. Um, And I think it developed a really great sense of patience within me because sometimes you had to really stalk your prey. Um, And I got good at it. Do we want to tick through who needs to be ticked through, Kira? Do we want to just do this? (laughs) Griff's rolling his eyes. <laughs> Is Griff guilty for making our lives a living hell? Griff, were you guilty? <clears throat> yes, I was. <laughs> and I, w- I will say uh, I'm guilty because of how long it lasted. And again, like you got a taste of it a few months ago. Like I'm a 30 year old man and I'm still scaring people. I feel bad for my future children. They're going to need counseling that I'm happy to pay for, I guess. <laughs> Um, it went on too long. And I remember it wasn't this scare. Cause I, I think I had like some, you know, once you phase yourself off of an addiction, you don't always like quit cold Turkey. And so a few times after this, 
I just had to come down off of it. And the last time it happened, I remember my mom just being like, you are way too old to be doing this. It has to stop. And there was a different seriousness behind her eyes. And I was like, you're right. I'm too old. Like I, I do have to stop. So yeah, I find myself guilty for quote, making their life a living hell. I'll find myself innocent comparatively to what other kids do to their parents. <laughs> fair, fair, fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, However, count your blessings. there's no such thing as being innocent by comparison. You were guilty. Oh, wow. Okay. Thanks for checking me. I find myself guilty for <laughs> the living hell I created. <laughs> Ooh, I'm having a blast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This isn't okay. a Patreon episode either. <laughs> Next question. Am I guilty for lying? so that I didn't have to come up with a better way of getting back at Griff. <laughs> oh, God. I have to say innocent. I think to so quick, we've talked about this too, with the way your brain works. You know, I think I'm quick too. And I think people now can understand maybe where I get it from. I have to really just, a lot of respect goes to her for thinking that quickly about an ongoing uh, situation of mine and a very quick fix and a very traumatic way. I will say it was traumatizing. Mm. Um, but you know, she put two and two together and came up for the better because of it. So I find her innocent of the lie. Oh yeah. It's, I, yeah, it's too iconic. Kira, you are happier than I've ever seen you right now. <laughs> This is just so funny. It's so funny. I've never heard this story before. I can't believe it. Yeah. You find her innocent as well for the lie? Uh, oh, wait. And do you find me guilty for the living hell that I was causing? Yes. Oh, just, well, obviously. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm fully team Brooke. Okay. Oh. Now, am I guilty for lying? Am I guilty for letting this lie go on for 20 years? Y yes, you know, I can't I can't I can't just be over here throwing out innocence left and right. I'm going to say yes, 20 years. I think maybe a, when I was fully out of the phase, I think maybe breaking the news would have been nice. I also think it just we forgot about it for a while. And then I think mm. I brought it up when I was home a, a while ago. I think this was like two years ago. She could <laughs> she confessed. And I, th I just think it had been out of sight, out of mind for us. And then I kind of reminded her of what she did to me. And she's like, <laughs> so it's a good time to come clean. Um, yeah. So I find her guilty 20 years of that. Um, wow. 20 years. I was just like, it can't be 20 years. I'm 30. It was. Um, yeah. I find her guilty of sitting on that lie for 20 years. Yeah. What do you I, think? I, I agree. Think that's a little too long. Okay. 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 Especially because if you hadn't brought it up, it maybe never would have come up. Oh, yeah. And guess who's up until that point? Guess who had always been scared to open that drawer again? <laughs> <laughs> I learned not to put things I needed in that drawer. Oh, were you a little scared? Oh, God. It's like making me cringe right now. Like the fact that there were mice building a, ne a nest while I was sleeping mm. feet away from me. It was really oh, it just like irks me. Well, that leads us nicely into the final question, which is, are the mice guilty? <laughs> for building a home in your desk drawer oh i'm an animal lover i i think all the listeners know that you know that you know what we've always encouraged a very warm and welcoming home at ennisbrook farm oh god 
did they need to nest inches away from my head? No, they didn't. And I find that a little bit pointed and uh, choice. Can I blame them for wanting to be around me? No, I don't blame anyone for that. Criminal. (laughs) I find them innocent. Like we also like learning on the farm. Animals are going to do what they are going to (laughs) do. They don't give a fuck that it's my desk. Like they're like, this is a great place to build a nest for my little translucent, disgusting babies. Can I ask what became of the mice that were in the desk drawer? Do you remember? We cooked them and ate them. (gasps) I'm kidding. We did not. Um, I for sure didn't remove them because I, I am scared. Uh, Oh, that's a good follow up question. I think mom probably like put some gloves on and carried the nest outside. I don't, I would assume that we did something like safe with them. We, we care about animals. Like I said, I bet she, she transplanted it somewhere in in the barn. Yeah. Yeah. That was my guess. Yeah. Um, and hopefully she like Lysol'd my desk drawer. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Griff, I have a thought, which is we're (laughs) recording this before it comes out. So when this episode comes out, or you're not going, you're not going to be home over the holidays. <laughs> Shit. I was going to say, well, I still maintain the next time you go home, I think one more jump scare is in order. <gasps> oh, I promise I'll get that. And we have, uh, we now have iPhones these days. So I'll set up my camera uh, and plan it out just to like close things off with my mom, you know. <laughs> Absolutely. That's my homework. Happy to do it. Um, Our petty criminals can look forward to that the next time I go home. Brooke, thank you so much for submitting this. This is my favorite petty crime. (laughs) This was really good. (laughs) Thank you, mom. Thank you for holding me accountable, but mostly thank you for raising me into being such a great man. Yeah. And she's not joking, Kira. If you ever want to pop up for some syrup, some jam, some bread, some roasted baby mice, go for it. One million streams. I'll be there. Oh, yeah. You're right. Uh, help us get there. And yeah, should we should remind the listeners that we're taking a little break just to take a little creative breath. Mm-hmm. Um, but this closes out season one of Petty Crimes and mm-hmm. season two will be yours for the listening starting December, or excuse me, January 10th. And I, we're really excited. I think maybe we'll have a few changes um, or some added things. I think we need to be better about maybe the punishment, keeping that consistent. Oh, yeah. That's um, a fun. Yeah, we got to do that. Yeah. So we'll make sure to do that. Yeah. And let us know if you'd like to see anything else, too. Like we're open to suggestions and we're obviously not going to take the bad ones, but we'll take the good <laughs> ones. And um, yeah, we're open yeah, to I, I we're guess, open to good suggestions. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Constructive, good <laughs> suggestions. But uh Yeah, again, thank you to the listeners for such an amazing journey across this year. It's crazy that we started this in March and it's end of year now. And Kira, what say you about the experience very quickly? It's just such like a labor of love. Like it's we just we really just do it because we we enjoy it and we like Mm. we love doing it and we love hearing from everybody. It's just like I know that like this podcast is like obviously easy listening file definitely under like escapism tune out Mm -hmm. de-stress and that's what it is for us too so it it just makes me happy for sure and i loved seeing people's end of year playlists come through we were on a lot of people's top fives more to come and thank you for thank you again Uh, help us grow in the time we have off and as always stay petty 
See you next year. Griff and I are so stoked we have a sponsor this week, Hello Adorn. This is a jewelry company that makes jewelry that is life proof and perfect for every day. It's so cute. Absolutely. I'm actually wearing their Tony bracelet, which I've been looking for, a nice bracelet like this. And I've got around my neck their Hera chain, which is gold and just lovely for winter. Yeah, they're both like really handsome. I got the tiny twist earrings, which I love because I'm a baby. I only have one hole, but they twist in and they look like you have cutie double hoops. Like order them. They're so cute. And then I got an ear cuff for the same reason. It cuffs around your ear, but then it looks like double hoops. Get them. They're like so cute, so pretty. You look so good. And every piece is made in their Eau Claire, Wisconsin studio by their team of very talented makers. And they use the highest quality materials they can find. Um, their pieces are nickel-free, hypoallergenic. And I personally love that they're based in Wisconsin. My mom's from there. So wearing jewelry that reminds me of her from a place that she grew up in is extra sentimental for me. Woo! We also wanted to highlight that Hello Adorn's social good collection provides 100% of sales to various causes related to racial injustice, body positivity, women's reproductive rights, and more. Again, that's their social good collection. So head over to Instagram at HelloAdorn or shop HelloAdorn.com slash petty for 10% off your first purchase. That's HelloAdorn.com slash petty. Look great. Stay petty. Thank you, HelloAdorn, for sponsoring this episode. Thank you.